Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Tuned in to the Roto Experts. This is the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and we are the Roto Experts alongside the Fantasy Executive Corey Parson, Wall Street Matt Modica. I am Greg Sussman. What's going on? Oh, good morning, Greg. Happy happy Monday. Good start to the week here today. Super so, Bowl week. Super Bowl week, exactly. So it's something to get excited about. When you look back at the weekend, obviously the big story, we have a lot of unpacking to do when it comes to one Mr. DeMarcus Cousins. Oh, we certainly do. Uh, it's crazy that's, what we were talking about last week. That's and a shame. Here comes a butt. But there was. But, morning, man. Did you see what Joel B did yesterday? I that did. was pretty Damn awesome. I did not see what he did That yesterday. dunk where he took out Westbrook, and then Westbrook at the end of the game staring is at just him. staring at him. And you see like Embiid like, looking at him and looking away. <laughs> that was like, that was fantastic. I got to check that out. I got to catch the, uh, I got to go to the um, website to uh, NBA.com and, and look that up. Yeah, but nah, nah, big, you know, it's a lot for Boogie, and I'm sure, but well, I don't know. We, we want to get into it now? Let's do it. I was, was going to do it later. Okay. We'll do it now. Well, no, no. Well, I mean, it's, well listen, it's the biggest story. And I think we should start with the biggest story. So, Boogie Cousins, as we really talked about last week on the show, having the biggest biggest year of his career. A career year. Biggest year of his career. Uh, his head has been on straight. I mean, the T's have been there. We expect that. Everybody's getting teed up nowadays. His, his, his head was in the game. Mm-hmm. He had a monster contract coming to him uh, in a couple of months. So much so that Matt's like, you need to trade this guy right now. Uh, the Pelicans were headed to the playoffs. Maybe are headed to the playoffs. And, and they, he, they could have been as high as they could. They could have fought into the four seed. They could have fought in the four seed. That's correct. And honestly, he goes down in such a nothing play. Like it wasn't like anything. And he just trips and can't put weight on it. And you're just immediately like Achilles. Yeah. And then that. that and then that, you saw the Twitter doctors come out. That yeah. was, that was <laughs> and then it 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 was the Achilles. Yeah, the Twitter and doctors were right. That's going to do it. Amazingly. For DeMarcus Cousins. Yeah, you lose DeMarcus Cousins for the season and uh terrible time to lose him like all the things you said Greg, you know, career's career year, putting up monster numbers, the Pelicans playing good, the thing with him and Anthony Davis working to perfection. So now you got to step step back and there's a lot to unpack here because they he would have got 175 million dollars on July 1st. Yeah. It looks like that's possibly not going to happen no more. Sure. Now, if you're the Pelicans, this guy still has trade value. So you can still move him, but the team that you're moving him to, they don't really know when he's going to be back. He can't do nothing for them this year. He may not be back until when? December? January? Could be a year from now before you see him on the field, on, on the court. What trade value does he have? He's a free agent in June. Yeah, but but you can still people people are still going to want him. So you can trade him, like what the, right? You the can, max, you can right? So you, the, the reason you would trade for him is that you'll have the ability to offer him the max. Exactly. That's what you're trading him for. Mm-hmm. The question is, no one's going to have any idea how healthy he's going to be. It's crazy. He's only 26 years old still um, at this point, and he'll be 27 for his free agent year, prime of his career. But and this could be not a career ender, but certainly certainly detrimental. It's not like <clears throat> football with this injury. This injury is devastating to basketball players. All-star, 26 years old. I think people automatically think, okay, he recovers, he gets back strongly. Basketball players really don't come back the same after this injury. Yeah, I don't think. Who, who what other basketball players have had this injury? Well, obviously you look at Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant was advanced in his career when he had it. Yeah. So, But he still was playing at a top level before he had this. And then you never saw the same Kobe Bryant after that. Uh, 
So, so I have five players in front of me. It's actually very, very interesting and not exactly what you want to see if you're a DeMarcus Cousins fan, owner, or whatnot. Elgin Baylor, the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Kobe, as you mentioned. Patrick Ewing with the Knicks. Yeah. Now, Patrick had knee issues. So it was yeah, very, Patrick always had knee so, so I think it's a little bit different for Patrick. Patrick was beat up when he, when, he got to, when he got to the NBA. He was beat up. Dominique. Now, here's a really interesting one to me. And it's Wesley Matthews with the Blazers. Yeah, he, he was, was young. So he was really young with the Blazers when he had this done. And then, you know, he right after, remember, he signs his, I, I think it's literally the year he tore it. Because he was a free agent, I think. He signs with the Mavericks, right? And he has just not been the same. He hasn't been the same player since. So you have to take this into consideration. Dr. A will be on the frenzy today to help break it down. Oh, uh, big guy too. You gotta take that in consideration. His height, his weight, stuff like that. So, so, so I was right. So, in March of 2015, Wesley Matthews tears his ACL. Mm-hmm. Sorry, uh, tears, uh, ruptures his uh, Achilles it, tendon. Yes, correct. Sorry. He signed with the Mavericks on a four-year deal in July of that year. Now, you know, Wesley Matthews certainly is no Demarcus Cousins. No, I don't think anyone's gonna say he is. Um. So he may have been an all star. He listen. He at was at that time really, before he tore it. He was really, really good that year. I don't know if he was an all star. Okay. But he was really good that year. He was not an all star. Okay. So he then signs after immediately following the Achilles tear. He tore it two months later than Boogie did. A four year, seventy million dollar contract. Yeah. After going here, now to Dallas. In 2015, 2016, his first year with Dallas, remember, he tore it in March. He debuted in December of that year, which is mm-hmm. good. Which you're like, listen, if that happens, I mean, That's two months, nine months, Boogie could be close, right? Yeah. Hey, oh, a bigger dude, whatnot. In 2015, 2016, out of 82 possible games, he played in 78 of them. Mm-hmm. Averaged, he went from a 2014, 2015, averaging 16, 3.5, and 2 to. Twelve and a half, three and two. So Did his not, minutes take a dip? Was a new team. Yeah. Average thirty-four minutes in 2014-2015 in Portland. Average thirty-three point nine. So that's kind of a best case scenario yeah. right there for Demarcus Cousins. If you can get, if you know, if you can see that, get back out there in nine months, and then um, but if you're a general manager, you're like, if you're a general manager, if you're an agent, if you're an agent, you're like, okay, this is still a hundred seventy-five million dollar player. It's gonna be hard to sell though. I, I agree with what you're saying. Yeah. He was on he was on that path. That trajectory was there for him. Yeah. The you know, perfect timing and all that. But like you said, basketball is different. Yeah. It really is. And you know, he's a big guy. It's most unfortunate for him. Yeah, no doubt. So agent says it's still twenty six years old, coming off this injury. Maybe they rehab him like Rocky. <laughs> on TV, you know what I'm saying? He's going to be fine. And then, but if you're a general manager, sure you want to have the player, you want the best for him, but you're thinking, I don't have to give you $175 million now. No, he's got to come at a discount. Man. Yeah, you, and that's you, unfortunate. You, you, you know, he's going to want a long-term deal, number one. Yep. He's going to get paid. He's just, I don't see him getting the max. Yeah. I don't see how, if you're a GM, you can commit to the max on, on this player right now. Yeah, you know, I, I so I agree. And I think... The problem is with Marcus Cousins is his history as a player, right? Like he is not this. He understands, I think, that this is his monster contract. And, and you're right, Corey. That people are going to trade for him potentially now yeah. to be able to sign him to, to a max contract. And he is somebody, I believe, that is he's going to take as much money as humanly possible, especially coming off the Achilles injury because he'll, he never has no idea if he will ever be the same. If you're Boogie, you're going to go for the money. Where that is, I, I don't know. I don't know who takes that shot on him now. I'll play in any city that gives me the money. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, I totally know, agree. I, I just don't know who gives him that shot. I, I don't think he could be as maybe selective as he wants. Exactly. To he can't play. F- like, playing for a contender is kind of out the question right now. Because a contender, tra- you know, a contender trading for you, well, they need you now. You got to, contender's not going to trade for you you're right. to have you for next season's run. They need you now. You can't do nothing now. It's likely the Pelicans, but at the, the Pelicans are not going to give them $175 million well, now. But here's, They're not. here's the trap if, if you're not a contender. And say you do sign him. And say he's never the same. Yeah. He's just eating up all that cap space. Yeah. So it's a disaster. It's, it's like if he, if he comes back the same boogie, 
you're like home run. Yeah. But if he doesn't, you're like, okay, we're, we're kind of screwed right now. You're in a bad spot. All this cap space is just dead money now. So, I, you know, I, I don't know what to do. I, I, I don't know what. Somebody's going to gamble. Somebody's going to say, look, especially if you're a GM that you know is kind of like you don't have. I'm a piece of weight. Yeah, you have to kind of do something. You, you, you're going to take that gamble. You may not have that job in a couple of years anyway. Yeah, you're you know, right. So. So it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Obviously, it's very unfortunate for Demarcus Cousins. I know that he was. I saw that he was still with the team the past couple of days. He said he plans on being around. I think he's probably going for surgery today. So, sure. Um, you know, it's it's just you hate to see that when somebody's coming into the prime of their career. Even for and the Pelicans, and, I mean, he's looking at July first is was is right there. But it, it, it's it's for him as yeah. even for his team. Like exactly. His team was making rolling. A move. They're rolling, man. They they were they were gonna get a wing player, which is what we said they needed yep. last week, and they were gonna roll right along and have a shot to you know at least cause some damage in the playoffs. Now you look at this team; it's the same team that won nothing yeah. over the last few years. Exactly, Houston and Golden State does not want, didn't want to see the way they were set up. They didn't want to see that team in the mm-hmm. second round of the playoffs. They did not want to see that team in the second round of the playoffs with those two big men dominating the way they have. Um, that they, that creates mismatch nightmares all over the court. So. Obviously, we'll see a, a dip from uh, the Pelicans now because there's no real way to replace the production of DeMarcus Absolutely Cousins. Not. And then after that, you got to start to think about what, what happens with him and stuff like that as far as July 1st and moving forward. So they say that uh, you know they are going to be active in the trade market, trying to replace Boogie. They'll still be active in the trade market. Can't replace him. You can't replace him. You can't replace him. You, you, it's nothing you can do. It's, what, is there, there's no player in the game like him. And if it is, I'm, who, Perzingis? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you're the Knicks, you don't even do that. Bro. Yeah, exactly. The Knicks, why, 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 why would I do that? I'm not going to give you a piece to go win. Who are you going to send back? Boogie. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Boogie, and now he comes here by himself. Boogie's the type of player. And he's, could be beat up. Nick Luck, he would be beat up. That's the, that's the, Nick, that's the Eddie Curry. Is yeah, exactly. That was exactly. exactly. uh, Isaiah Thomas. Moves. Yeah, exactly. It would be. That's exactly what it is. It's Isaiah Thomas. Right? Curry. He debuts on Christmas Day. <laughs> Still in the cast. So I don't know. Yeah. So it's a lot. To, it's, I, I feel bad for him. It's a lot. It's a lot to get to, though. But um, it happens in sports. It's brutal. And, and he wasn't the only NBA player over the weekend to be out for the year. Stavos Stefalosha. Yep. Uh, he is now out for the season. The tourist patella tendon, I believe. Right. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a uh, serious injury. That's the Jimmy Graham injury. Victor Cruz injury. Victor Cruz. Yeah. That's that's. Uh, I think Doctor A said eighty percent of the people that tear their patella tendon never never return. Period. Which is crazy, and then they and then if they do return, they're never the same. Except for Jimmy Graham, <laughs> amazingly. Listen, Jimmy Graham didn't return as the same. I don't think. Yeah, no, he. You he don't was, think so? He no. was jumping over people last year. He's but he became more of that like end zone target. He's yeah. not as fast, he was like he's not as, fast as he was. In the, yeah, he was. So the thing. So the thing is, with Jimmy Graham, right? Like he still has the ability to go in the end zone and box somebody out and, and do it pretty well. But and yeah, he was jumping over people. I agree, but he doesn't have the speed. Anymore, what like, he was prior was I mean, exactly. He has the ability to cut like he used to. Like Victor Cruz, obviously never recovered yeah, from Victor that. Victor Cruz never with, recovered with his speed and his cutting ability. He's obviously a much smaller dude, and yeah. he, he can't do Victor Cruz work with NFL Network now. That's all you need to know. No, Victor Cruz is trying to work with the NFL <laughs> Network. He was on. He was on this weekend, all weekend, really. So I, I had read a lot about this actually. Yeah. And Victor Cruz appeared on like uh, WNBC here in New York last yeah. Sunday, like a week ago yesterday. Then made the rounds. I believe it was. Either last week on NFL Network or this week, last week on ESPN, and this week he's like flopping, flopping. Okay, okay, so, so he's, he's trying to make the media rounds this week yeah. to try to ultimately get himself a job. Yeah, because he's going to need one. Yeah, because um, football is not it for him anymore, and, and and he knows that. So, um, the, both of those injuries, tough injuries. The patella tendon obviously is 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 a is a is a nightmare for uh for 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 players. That's one that you automatically you know they, you see that. But it looks like Boogie was handling it well going off the court. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't have $175 million on the table. They would have had to get the cart for me, Jack. Yeah. I'm curious to know, like, if you're a player in that situation, that, you know, year of your contracts coming up, what kind of insurance policy? Yeah, exactly. That, that's, that. I'm sure you had to take something out. You never know, though, because when you're, when you're 26 years old. No, I know you're invincible. Yeah, you're, you think you're above it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Hopefully he had somebody smart around yeah, exactly. him to say, listen, do this just in case something happens. So you have this insurance policy, and this way, kind of guaranteed this money. But I, I don't know if that's the case with him or not. And 
Uh, so that's that's a, a devastating injury. It's a brutal. It's a, a brutal injury. We can't. We just honestly um, can't say it enough. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, that this is a crusher for the Pelicans. It is a crusher for Demarcus Cousins. Um, and, we'll, and we'll see. You know, NBA also game around the corner. Uh, LeBron needs to replace a starter. It's already done. Okay, so who did he replace him with? Yeah, Paul George. I. Uh, is that, a, is that announced? That's official. Oh, that's official. That's okay. official. Paul right. George is on that team now. Oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I was hoping for Lou Williams. I was hoping for Lou Williams. Lou Williams. <laughs> but, you, but you couldn't leave Paul George out. You know what I'm you saying? You could have yeah. for Lou Williams. Ah, Paul George is balling, too. You can't. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, Lou Williams had like 40 and uh, Lou oh, yeah. 14 the other night. Yeah. Lou Williams is like the feel-good story of the year for the uh, for for the NBA. He's, uh-huh. Everything. For us, he is. He's got like I forget what it was, twenty, uh, twelve straight games and twenty points off the bench. He's, cr- like he's killing right now. Luke Williams having a, a career year out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like randomly. He definitely, he definitely deserves to be there. Yeah, you know, I, I want to see him. You always want that like underdog guy and stuff like that. You know, maybe they put him in the skills challenge or something. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know there were some announcements uh, about that. Like skills, uh, skills challenge participants like Donovan Mitchell's doing that. Yeah. In school. They announced like the Rising Star game, which is cool. I don't understand why it's not freshman sophomore anymore because that was cool. Yeah. Um, is Lonzo? Is Lonzo? Did Lonzo make the team? Lonzo just hurts. He's though. hurt. But yeah. did, did they put him on the team? Though? I'm, I'm not sure. I okay. Like you look that up next hour. For yeah. Me. Yeah. Take your time. I will. Thank you. <laughs> hey, I thought I seen Lavar coaching this weekend. I saw something in Lithuania. Yeah, yeah, I saw something. I was like, "What is this fool doing?" <laughs> <laughs> He's coaching in Lithuania. Lonzo's doing a concert out. They're making Lithuania their new home. Make Lithuania great again. No, 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 no. M L B A. M L B A. What's that? Make Lithuania ball again. That's right. My bad. Make Lithuania ball Make again. Make Lithuania that ball is again. Correct. There you go. That's that, that's what the. What I, they just we just relocate to yeah. Lithuania. <laughs> just take it over. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm he did the Lithuanian Grammys. He was a presenter. I'm like, what is going on out there? People like him there. <laughs> I, what, what, I don't, he goes there, and then he's like, oh, people like me. Yeah, it's crazy. I wonder if Robert, uh, Robert Littal's going to Lithuania. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to take a break. When we come back uh, here on the Roto Experts, we're going to YouTube. We're going to talk about Mr. Ryan Braun because he's saying crazy things. And we're going to try to make sense of it all. Matt Mojica, Greg Sussman, Corey Parson. Ryan Braun's up next on YouTube live on Roto Experts. Playing Daily Fantasy Basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go-to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet, you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to DailyRoto.com premium and learn more about our awesome product. Welcome inside Studio 34. My name is Greg Sussman, alongside the fantasy executive Corey Farson and Wall Street Matt Modica. Matt, you are not happy with all the wrestling you're seeing inside your timeline. No, I was not at all. <laughs> you know, but hey, uh, good for Ronda Rousey. She won the Royal Rumble? She did not. Oh. She signed a contract with the Multi year contract, full time wrestler, Ronda Rousey. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, she this way, she had to worry about getting her face kicked off again. Uh, yeah, I make a lot of money doing it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I just saw a picture. The reason we're talking about this for a second. Uh, I saw a picture. So after, after the night, she was interviewed on the stage and whatnot. And then all the media's interviewing her and like uh, Triple H like, doing it with his phone. And then there's Eli Manning. Why, what is Eli Eli's just standing there. Was, was she wearing like a Rowdy Piper shirt? Or she something? was wearing a Rowdy Ronda Rousey yeah. shirt. Yeah, and oh, I like that. You can you can buy it now. <laughs> oh, trust me, you better. That's they do that better than anybody. Merchandise. They do. They do it very. Really I'm sure, well. Frank Stanford will be rocking one shirt. I would be surprised if he's not. I would be surprised if he's not. Uh, maybe he should be wearing a uh, Rowdy Ryan Braun shirt. Right, look, I got a couple nice of shares of <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Braun, 34 years old now, I believe, for the Milwaukee Brewers. And since Ryan Braun 
has gotten you know into his thirties. The, the thing with Ryan Braun was that he's never not that he's always hurt so much. It's just that he always banged up. That he can just never play in every game. Last year, 104 games. Year before that, 135. Year before that, 140. Year before that, 135. Year before that, he was suspended. So after the suspension, he has not played in more than 140 games. You get 140 games from Ryan Braun, uh, you're happy. Like I said, last year you had 104. 17 homers, 12 stolen bases, while batting 268. With an OBP of 336. The bat, I'll say this, was down to 292. Well, I mean, here's the thing. In 15 team drafts, I've gotten him uh, multiple times at the beginning of the eighth round. Oh, that's okay. good. So I'm going to take that every time. If he plays 130 games or so, that's a win. They just added Lorenzo Kane. Uh, they just added Low Kane, Christian Yellick. If he's batting third in that lineup, he's not getting traded because I don't see how they're moving that contract. You know, Domingo Santana would be that guy. Uh, you know, package him with something else. You know, teams would be more apt to get him. He's cheap. And, you know, Braun's got so much baggage and stuff. And honestly, you he's he's perfect for this team. Because you have a Brett Phillips as a fourth outfield. If Kian Broxson stays on the team, he could come in for defensive Sorry. purposes and, and all that. But I think Braun's a great bar. Look, there's two plays. Cespedes, like, late in the, in, in the, in the seventh round. And Braun early in the eighth round. How do you not go on these guys, considering what they had to pay for them? Yes, okay. There's injury, there's risk with them and stuff. But you're getting that discount, and I'm all in. So, so, so to answer that that brief question in regards to just Braun, right? You said, how could I not get it on these guys? How can I not do this at the top of the eighth round where he's going? Uh, a dude that, again. Only played 104 games. You're top of the eighth round. You're getting a guy, Corey, that played 104 games last year. Has not played over 140 in years. Uh, doesn't really get there anymore. And he's also, let's be real when it comes to Ryan Braun, constantly starts games and gets pulled out for a thumb injury, for a shoulder injury, for a whatever In injury. weekly leagues, he's a tough guy to own. He is. He's very, very frustrating. And I understand, you know, 17, 12 is pretty good. And you like that to be a little bit better. But at 34 years old, you, you kind of think everything's going down. You do kind of think everything's going down, but you know what else is going down? The ADP. And so at that point, I will, I, I will get in on the ADP. Listen, he's not the same player that, that he once was. Obviously, you know, it's not giving you 140 games anymore. More likely going to be in that 100 to 120 range. Home runs will probably be lucky if you can get close to 20 out of them. So, but still, solid batting average probably be in that 270 range. At that spot where he's going, I can see that, especially this is a guy that can steal you 15 bases. Here's my argument with Braun. If he had one last, you know, phenomenal season or, you know, season where he put up those numbers that, you know, you, you've expected in the past from him, I'm not going to be shocked. Could it be a season where he plays less than 100 games? Yeah. yeah. This is risk versus reward, but when you got to look at acquisition costs. And there comes a time when you have to hedge, like, is this worth it? And I think it is. And if, say, you draft Braun, and he's one of your five starting outfielders, there's usually going to be a guy later on you can get, and you can put put another outfield, like, like an upside outfielder, that if Braun doesn't pan out, I can replace him. Like, Braun was taking days off in, like, the first week of the season last year. They played four games, and he took a rest day. It, it is maddening, but the one thing I will say, this team is... Is go, has gone all in, and I, 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 I think they are going to continue you know, either sign a starter, trade for a starter. They they, they need another starter on this team. Uh, there's no question about that. And I think they know it also. And it's, so, interesting. it's interesting. So I wrote this down. So listen to the three people that are guaranteed spots in this Milwaukee rotation: Chase Anderson, Zach Davies, and Yelish Chassin. Those are your three locks, not the three people that are fighting for the fifth spot. Your three yeah. locks. Well, I mean, here's the problem. I mean, you can check out my uh, write-up on Chase Anderson at ctmbaseball.com. Uh, I mean, Chase Anderson evolved last season, but are you going to be banking on everything that he did? There is reasons to believe in some of it, but this is a fly ball pitcher in Miller Park. It's really not a good combination. He did make improvements and stuff like that. Chasheen, I ain't trusting that guy outside of Petco. At all, their best pitcher will be supposedly he's ahead of schedule. Is Jimmy Nelson coming off a shoulder injury? So you can't really bank on that. I don't think he's ahead of schedule either, by the way. Yeah, I mean, because, I mean, because you did you, you, you have the general manager coming out and say we're not expecting him until June. 
Yeah. And the general manager's not expecting him until June. I'm thinking the All-Star break in I, July. I, I think the All-Star break, and you don't know how he's going to be because it's a shoulder. I, I mean, I hope he was he was one of the best breakout pitchers of I love, Oh, I love Jimmy Nelson. And the thing that I think, I, I know he was so dominant in his role last year, but, I mean, maybe give – I mean, the GM – I think they came out and said he's going to start. Josh Hader. Open. Josh Hader. Yeah. But he was – and he was dominant in that role, but he's the guy that has the has the skills that play up as a starter, and I think you've got to give him a chance. Well, they said he's going to be in the they said he's going to be in the mobile pen, like you said, to start the year. We'll see. Uh, the other rotation options aren't exactly enlightening. Like people like Brandon Woodruff are going to get a shot. I'm like, what is going? What is going on? Here? I, I just hope they don't pay for Arietta because Arietta in that spot, I, in Miller Park, I think is a miserable landing spot. Like Anaheim. Would be an ideal spot for him. Like, I give him credit. I, I, I give Mar- uh, Morgan Tanasio a lot of credit because he sees an opportunity. He goes for it with Lorenzo Kane yeah, trading. Mean. I'm sorry? No, I mean, Anastasio, the, the, pre- the owner. Yeah, but the, the GM is the guy that's, that's getting But the owner's. Li- yeah, he's the got money. to sign off on it. But he, he, he hired, I'll give him the credit, that he hired a good young GM. Sure, but he's got to still be. Like, you have a lot of these mid Because Milwaukee's not exactly New York. No, yeah, I, I still don't get the Lorenzo Kane five year deal. Yeah. You know what? I, I, think, uh, I think a lot of it is that. I think a lot of it is that. They wanted to bring him home. He started Milwaukee, drafted by Milwaukee, yeah, all that stuff. I mean, he's going to be 32. I look, I think he'll be good this year, next year and stuff. But you start seeing it even on a, on a defensive side with center fielders at sure. this age start to decrease. I mean, it's just, it's happened. Andrew Jones, one of the best center fielders of all time. I'm glad you mentioned Andrew Jones. I'm not Andrew Jones, but what about Adam Jones? Would you rather have Adam Jones or Ryan Braun? I mean, right. Adam Jones, I would want. In the fact that I know he's going to be there uh-huh. day in and day out. Mm-hmm. For the upside, I'd want Ryan Braun. Okay, what you know? about uh, Braun or Yasiel Puig? That's, that's, a, that's a close call. Yeah. Some people now might go with Puig after last season. I'm still going to go with Braun. Uh, that's, that's really close. Yeah. I mean, that, they're going in that, that same, same range. That's a decision yeah. you have to make. One of the things I, I do like about Braun now even more is look, this is, like I said, they're pushing the chips in. They're going for everything here. So I think if if he knows this is like one of his you know last chances, last seasons to really, I, I think he's going to try every, look, his body probably break down anyway. He did take steroids in the past. This is, this is known. Yeah. So your body will continue to break down. But I, I think that this is where he's going to try and make that one last run. Ryan Braun also said with the glut of outfielders out there in Milwaukee, with the signing of Lorenzo Cain, with the trading for Christian Yelich, with Brett Phillips, with Keon Broxton, and again with with Ryan Braun, Domingo Santana as well. Braun has said, "Listen, I'm going to go take some reps at first base." Craig Council, the manager, said, "Yeah, we're going to give him some reps at first base." Of course, Eric Thames, Jesus Aguilar are also at first base. No, no, Ryan Braun. Yeah, I don't want to hear Jesus. I, I've heard. No, you're right to mention Jesus Aguilar's name, but come on. He's, but he but exists, right? Like, yeah, he no, exists. You're right, you're so, right. so Ryan Braun's going to have an opportunity um, at first base. Then he even said, listen, I'll go play second base. And like, whoa, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, he's getting excited. Yeah. But you know what? This is good that you want to hear this. He, he's seeing an opportunity to, you know, for a team that should make the playoffs now, a chance for a ring. He's 34 years old. The thing it is, he can see all of that, but can his body do it? That's the problem no, no, with Ryan Braun. That's, that's the question, and that's... That's, it's going to depend on how you set up your your roster to yeah, that point. No doubt. If you're taking flyers on some, if you got a couple of risky guys in there, it's you know not that easy to do. But I mean, would you be shocked if if Puig pulled past Puig uh, antics? Nope. You know, last year was great. Last year was great. Sure. And maybe he builds on that. But it's still Puig. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, so so I think when you ask that question, I think that's a really good one. Ryan Braun or Yasiel Puig? I think. That seems very close to me. Yeah. I've gone Braun with the opportunities. You've gone Braun with the opportunities. Yeah, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what I would do. I, I, think you take, I, I think you take Puig because of the game's plate. I think you're getting more at-bats. Potentially, but they might be worse at-bats. That's true, too. Yeah. I mean, you, That's why it other, makes it tough. I mean, other, question. I mean, other options you're going to have is like Jonas Cespedes or mm-hmm. Ryan Braun. Yeah, so to me, in that regard, I would say, see, I would say Cespedes. Because I think Cespedes, at this point in his career, has more power than Ryan Braun. You're looking at Cespedes, can he stay on the field? Right? That's the same, and it's a similar thing. To me, if Cespedes stays healthy, you're going to get 35 home runs. We haven't seen Ryan Braun play 140 games. 
that's fair again, but Braun could hit over 20 and steal 10 to 15. Yes, absolutely. That's another, you know. Absolutely. And like I said, he's got some nice pieces in front of him now. I mean, when you, when you can start a lineup however you want to do it, I mean, personally, I would do Kane, then Yellick. But however, you flip-flop him, and then you put Braun there. So, I mean, you also got to think uh, Thames is possibly going to get moved. He'd be perfect for a yeah. uh, for a AL team. But, I mean, Santana is the person of interest for teams. Here's what I'll tell you what assessment is. In 132 games in 2016... Do you need 30 home runs? Oh, look, yeah. I, I, I love Sesame, too, but you have to realize that he's another injury risk, too. Absolutely. But absolutely. He's, he's but in the same amount of games, he's, gonna hit, he's just going to hit more home runs, which I like. So, I, I like that, but I also want to get 20 to 25 homers and 10 to 15. Yeah, yeah, so, so you're right. Actually, 2016, Braun played four more games, hit one less home run, and stole 15 more bases, basically. And I, 2016 might be the outlaw if you look over the last couple of years. Right. But I, I wouldn't be shocked if he was able to pull it off one last time. Right. At, 30, at, at 34 years old, how much do you expect him to run, though? Can he I mean, give you a 15 stolen bases? He last still? year. How many stolen bases did he get last 12. year? 12. 104 games. 104 games. Yeah. So, he still got the wheel, and this team loves to run. They he do. Be part of double steals too. So, like if 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 Kane's in front of him or Yellick on the base pads, and they're doing double steals, you know the the green light is there in Milwaukee. That's the one thing. If stolen bases, we all talk that's about how what, hard it that's is. That's one of the reasons I really like Christian Yelich more now because he's going to have more of a green light in yeah, Milwaukee. I mean, I I think the the obvious now comparison is Benatendi or Yellick, and for me, I'm going to go with Yellick for the fact that Yellick is a proven, you know. 300 hitter or right circuit 300. And I, I, it's interesting. To me, like, I know you said that you've been attending, but to me, I keep going Yelich Lorenzo Kane. No, no, but I'm saying, but Ben attendee has got like a 40 ADP. Sure. So now, I mean, Kane's going to move up there too. Yes. I, if, if, if I didn't get Yelich or Ben attendee, I'd be more than happy to have Kane. Right. I, to me, um, with Lorenzo Kane in Milwaukee, with Christian Yelich in, in Milwaukee, it's. The one thing about Kane, though, he's had some injuries too. He's, Absolutely. He's a guy. Look, he's going back home and all that. He's from Milwaukee? No. No, no, they no, had no, dragged, no, no, no. no, no. <laughs> he, he was originally. He got. It was, was, it, was it, it's Zach Ricky trade. Yeah, Zach Ricky trade. So, I mean, look, I, I like what they're doing. I, you have to, like, they have to get some pitching, though. They, they absolutely, they, they, they absolutely really, do. I think they know that. Yeah, no, they do. They know but that. everybody else knows that they're looking for. And people aren't giving up pitching right now. It's, you know, it's a commodity that's scarce, and you were looking at. We're coming more to the fact that 140, 160 innings is more of the new new pitcher, except yeah. for the elite few, you know. So it's, it's, it's a different climate. I mean, I had heard, I think you mentioned it too, Domingo Santana mm-hmm. and Danny Salazar. I mean, I would do that in a heartbeat. I just don't think Cleveland. And I don't think Cleveland has an abundance of pitching. I mean, Clevenger still got to prove himself. Do you really want to throw out Josh Tomlin every fifth day? No, I don't. We'll see. And Salazar has upside to be a top ten pitcher. He does, but Domingo Santana obviously has monster power potential as well. No, but I, I agree. But I'm just saying, it's like if you give up Salazar, you're weakening your team. You're taking out depth. Sure. I mean, what do you got to replace with? I mean, sure. Look, he's another guy that's had his ups and downs, but the talent is there. And you've seen last year how he went from throwing the fastball like sixty plus percent of the time to more like fifty percent of the time. Getting the change more involved, and these are things you got to look at for pitchers. Uh, another reason why I'm so in on Garrett Cole this year, I think with Houston, instead of throwing that fastball 60 plus uh, percent of the time, it's going to come down like 10 percent. He's going to use more of his secondary pitches, and that fastball will play a lot better, and he'll get a lot more swing and misses on, on the secondary stuff. So I'm, you know, that that's my logic behind these things. Uh, so, so there you go. Like like Matt saying, no one really giving up pitching. Uh, except the Pirates, who after Garrett Cole probably wouldn't have traded him uh, to Milwaukee. Anyway, he nope. goes he, he goes over to Houston. Um, you mentioned Danny Salazar potentially to Milwaukee for a Danny Sa- uh, for a Domingo Santana trade. Uh, you, I, I don't know what the changing pitching coach could do in Cleveland as well as Danny Salazar. Yeah, that's, uh, Carl that's Willis a... now the pitching coach again in Cleveland. Mickey's in Mickey's in Queens. Mickey Calloway, uh, the manager of the <laughs> New York Mets. Carl Willis, who is the pitching coach from 2003 to 2009, returns to Cleveland to once again. Again, be the pitching coach there. It looks like it worked the first go around, so they bring him back. For I don't know. 
<laughs> not, 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 Indians baseball circa 2007, not really my strong point. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think I was really in the wheelhouse, to be honest with you. Yeah, that's when LeBron was rooting for the Yankees. Yeah. <laughs> Probably was. That was, that, 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 that was, that was circa, that was midges, right? Was it, after, was it before midges or after midges? Probably about, about midges, maybe the end. Like, I think that run, maybe, I don't know. But I remember that was crazy, the midges. Midges was nuts. I'm, I'm not a fan of Bugs. He was in this audience at 09. He, he attended a couple World Series games. Did he? LeBron James. I'm talking about Java now, but... Oh, boy. Midges on the mound. Huh? Attack right. on the mound. The Bugs! Oh, that the midges. was... Midges! Yeah, no, so that, that was, was before or after the, the World Series? That was, that was before the World Series. All right. All right, we take a break! When we come back, I'm joined by the King. We talked a lot about DeMarcus Cousins. How are you going to replace him? We'll pick somebody up. We'll go through our uh, NBA waiver wire column for Roto Experts with the King, Scott Angle, and we'll do it next. If you're playing daily fantasy basketball on DraftKings or FanDuel this NBA season, you need to sign up for Daily Roto. Built by a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. Better yet, you can save 10% off using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com backslash premium to learn more about their product. Giving DFS a try, Fantasy Factor is the perfect daily fantasy site for the casual recreational player. Flatter prize pool, smaller field, single entry contests only. Fantasy Factor runs NBA and NHL free rolls each and every week. They're free to enter, so sign up today at www.fantasyfactor.com. Right now, joining us, it is the host of Fantasy Sports Today. He is also the co-host of the Fantasy News Desk, Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Of course, Fantasy Sports Today is Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Eastern Time, right before us, a little bit of a pregame show, if you will. He is the king, he is fantasy, he is Scott Angle. What's going on, Scotty? Good morning, Greg. How are you? I'm doing well, man. How are you? I'm doing all right. That's great. What's going on? What's going on? Uh, you know, six games in the NBA yesterday, a Pro Bowl that I didn't watch. Um, lots of talk about the Milwaukee Brewers, which you guys covered, and I also did on... Uh, on on fantasy sports today, golf that's continuing this morning, uh, the NHL All Star Game, and uh, you know some esports as well. We now have a three five and one teams in the Overwatch League, and uh, very interesting uh, weekend in the NALCS, which I'm sure Zarine T will cover tomorrow night. Yeah, of course, you have uh, there's a big weekend in Boston that Zareen was at. You can hear all about her weekend uh, at One Two Punch tomorrow night uh, here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Yeah, it was the first uh, North American North American victory in the NALCS, so I'm sure she'll have a lot to talk about. Fantastic. All right, Scotty, yeah. how do you replace DeMarcus Cousins? Uh, really, you don't. It's unless you can make a trade. There's really no way to do it. There's no way to do it for either yourself or, or for the Pelicans. I mean, the Pelicans, you know, it's hoping that Darius Miller will, will step up, but it's really on Anthony Davis now. And Drew Holiday stepped forth with a nice performance, but there's no way you replace a player like this. It's, uh, you know, in seasonal fantasy basketball. You know, it's it's seemingly impossible, obviously, to replace DeMarcus Cousins on the court, uh, to replace him on your fantasy team, but. But but saying that you can is not going to help fantasy owners that just lost them. Obviously, for DFS purposes, you, you go in many different directions. But if you have to pick one yeah. guy to pick up that could be available on your waiver wire today, who is it? You know, maybe, maybe Darius Miller, but he's not going to give you any sort of consistency. You know, Dante Cunningham is, you know, uh, maybe less of a guy to pick up uh, – Ed Davis is a guy who's starting to contribute a little bit. And one guy maybe to to stash is Willie Hernan Gomez because there's a lot of a lot of speculation that he's going to be moved. And if he does, you know, he can put up some decent numbers here. What about Willie Hernan Gomez? I'm not really – you know, I don't 
understand the stashing of Willianon Gomez. I don't, I don't look at him as a potential replacement for DeMarcus Cousins because he doesn't, number one, he doesn't play. And the Knicks aren't just going to trade a 23-year-old dude for nothing because he's upset that he's not playing. Like, I understand if Kyle O'Quinn gets traded, then Willianon Gomez becomes the backup center. But I don't exactly think all of a sudden the Knicks are just going to trade this young asset. It doesn't make sense. Well, you know, if they're not playing him, he's not getting the time up front, and they want to strengthen themselves elsewhere, or you don't, or whatever, yourself, you you don't know, strengthen yourself elsewhere it. when you go to the lottery. The dude's twenty-three years old. Why would you trade him? It makes no sense. Well, you know, the rumors are out there. I can see where you're coming from. You know, I'm not going to stand here and battle you on it. But you know, the, obviously, the guy's buried on the bench, and maybe the Knicks want to see if they can get something for him. But as far as the Cousins situation goes, there's nothing on the waiver wire that you can find that's going to replace Cousins. You know, you got to plug and play. You got to stream. You know, that's why I mentioned the names you're going to mention. I yeah. really think that you you have to look at your rest of your roster and make a trade. Yeah, I, I think that's potentially you're right. You know, I think you you mentioned Darius Miller. That's the first thing that comes to mind. You mentioned uh, Dante Cunningham. Uh, in the past, when when Boogie's been out, Dante Cunningham has been able to step up. Um, in in that first game yesterday uh, for New Orleans against the Clip, uh, Dante Cunningham he had eight and seven. You know, I, I know it's not exactly uh, a huge line, but he did play um, did play 28 minutes in that one. You know, I, I, he, even Darius Miller basically split time. Miller had three points, right? Like, that was like the volatility that you were just mentioning when it came to Darius Miller. So, I, I think because Cunningham's starting, he's probably the direction you go in. I, I think each one more probably steps up from an offensive perspective. There is no truly replacing him. You saw the Pelicans fall last night to the Clippers. Um, so, it's probably Dante Cunningham if you had to choose somebody on the Pelicans. Yeah, it's... Uh... Yeah, you know, it would be him, but I think, you know, Holiday stepped forward a really nice game last last night. You know, Miller Miller had a good point oh good game on Friday night and then not such a game good game Sunday, so consistency may be an issue. Yeah, I, I think consistency um will will definitely be considered an issue there uh, with whoever you could try to pick up from the Pelicans. It's, it's impossible to try to replace DeMarcus Cousins in season leagues, and it's obviously going to be very, very impossible for the New Orleans Pelicans. I think, I think what you saw last night, like I said, um, it's kind of a preview of what you're going to see the rest of the way for the Pelicans without making a trade. Same team they've had for years that just has not made the playoffs. Um, and unfortunately, brutal loss for New Orleans there. We're talking about Scott Angle. He's the king. He is fantasy. And he's the host of Fantasy Sports Today. Scotty, let's go in a different direction. Saturday night, the Grizzlies officially announced Mike Conley is done for the year. He had season-ending surgery. Uh, Tyreek Evans, who's been a bit of a renaissance year out there in Memphis. Been a bit of a star for the Grizzlies. He's battling an, an illness, much like the rest of the world is with this flu that we've somehow avoided here. Um, so so Tyreek Evans is out. Uh, how do we replace him? And uh, how do we replace Mike Conley in Memphis? Well, I don't know how long you're going to have to replace Evans. And, uh, you know, all this is available right now on rotoexperts.com. It's a top story. The uh, DFS and seasonal strategy guide for fantasy basketball from Brandon C. Williams. Brandon tells you which guys are useful, not only seasonal, but looks ahead towards the weekend daily. And, you know, when you talk about about uh, about Evans, he was able to practice yesterday. Should be a game time decision for tonight. I would definitely check out check out the Daily Roto Slack chat to see what happens there. But I don't think you have to replace him with an extended period. But with you know Conley's been out for a while now, uh, and the Grizzlies are dealing with a lot of injuries. But Mario Chalmers had a 44 point fantasy outing against the Clippers in his last game, so he's somebody that maybe you can stream this week. Somebody to keep an eye on. You know, Dylan Brooks has been getting a lot of minutes, and is a guy I think as the season goes on is going to get you know just stronger. He's been a nice uh, second round pick for that team. Good morning, Scott. How you doing? Good morning, Corey. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Scott, do you have the flu, Scott? No. Oh, sorry. I sound a little congested this morning. I was worried about you, Scott. I was going to come bring you some Mucinex. No, I'm fine. Good. Do you have anything? Uh, do you have anything of substance, Ted? <laughs> I always bring substance, Scott. That's why they brought me here. I'm surprised um, that you didn't know this already. No, I, I'm still waiting for it, though. Okay, very nice. How yeah. did your NASCAR team do this weekend? 
Uh, NASCAR hasn't started yet. Oh, that's yet. right. The Daytona uh, are 500. Bring, are you going to bring anything to substance? I'm still asking. Oh, the, the Daytona 500 is is, uh, is a couple weeks away, right? February 18th. February yes. 18th. That'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. That'd be a lot yeah. of fun. So how, how's my buddy Sean Angle doing? He's doing good. He's actually reading, reading his early season series for uh, for NASCAR on Daily Roto as we speak. Oh, very nice. Very nice. I'm glad to hear that. Did you watch any of the Grammys last night? I watched some. Uh, I I liked I liked Sting and Shaggy. I thought that was entertaining. Uh, I thought that uh, Elton John and Miley Cyrus was pretty good. And I was I was glad to see Dave Chappelle get an award. It's a nice story for him. Wait, he got an award? I didn't know that. What award did yeah. he get, Scott? Best comedy, comedy album. album. I didn't know you put a comedy yeah. album out. Well, he, he, well he, he, he didn't get best movie score, so you think <laughs> of the comedy album. I didn't know. What comedy album was this? Was it one of his stand-ups from this past it was, year? It was the one in stand-ups, the one that he did in Texas. Okay, it was that one. That was pretty good. Yeah. It was also a Netflix special. I, I, I know I have, I have the streaming service, Scott. Yes. I think I told you about it. Be honest with you. Yes. Yes. And now I told you about the awards. So yes, you even. did. We're even. Very yeah. good. Yes. Talk to Scott Angle, the the king. Nice little back and forth banter there, uh, for, between Corey and Scott about nothing. Yeah. Pretty much what they do. This is pretty good stuff right here. What <laughs> I'm looking at on the internet right now. Oh God, can you say that out loud? You're looking on the internet. I'm looking at J- the the Ringer. Your spot. I like the Ringer. They have a Jay Z's shot chart. How many hits and misses he's had over his career. And it's actually set up like on a basketball court. It's very in- interesting. What was the biggest miss of his career? <laughs> title. Unfortunately, <laughs> title is the biggest miss. <laughs> I know. I know. Greg was watching the Grammys last night. You were. It, you were. Royal correct, Rumble Scott. was last I was night. Watching the Royal Rumble really? last night. Really? Okay. Did you record the Grammys? No. It's, no. I, I, I'm surprised. I, I have YouTube. Yeah, Scott. We don't do picture yeah. in picture anymore. Oh. <laughs> Oh man, no, I didn't. I didn't record the Grammys. What's the Royal Rumble last night, Scott? It was. Did you report on that on Fantasy Sports today? Okay. Is it oh, be, you okay? It was a question. Who won it? The Rumble. Well, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's important stuff. There's, there was actual news to come out of the Royal Rumble. How is that reported about on Fantasy Sports today? Unbelievable. It's not. It's not a fantasy sport. I report on fantasy sports. It, it, Overwatch it, it, isn't a fantasy. Overwatch sport. Overwatch is not a fantasy sport. Overwatch is an esport. Correct. As eSports. Yes. Wrestling is a sports entertainment. E is for entertainment. Sports entertainment. Our company wants us to promote eSports, so I'm doing my job. Our I don't company have to wants us on wrestling. Our company wants us to report entertaining things. The BFF did a wrestling preview on Friday. And today, we're proud to announce that Ronda Rousey has joined WWE. That is a monster story. That is the front page story at ESPN.com. And Corey, it was not even mentioned on Fantasy Sports Today. Bro, that's, that's a bad job, Scott. <laughs> no, it's not, because it's not a fantasy sport, and it's not a real sport. I only cover real sports oh, on fantasy sports. You know what? Someone, Ronda Rousey is on the front page of WWE. It's the number one sports story in the world. It is. Wow. Ronda Rousey. Sports entertainment. You know so what? go to ESPN then. I did. I, I'll see Ronda Rousey yeah. right in the middle of the page. Uh, my show is different than ESPN. I re- report what's relevant to fantasy and esports players. Nice. Well, Very I, good. Ronda Rousey is relevant too. Because UFC, Corey. Not on my show. UFC is a, can be a fantasy sport. You, you, you can play, yeah, you can play you daily can play. fantasy with the UFC. When there are UFC results, I will report it because people play UFC on DraftKings. So then I don't think you should ever report about somebody retiring them because you can't play fantasy with a guy that's retired. I don't think you should tell me what to do on my show. Oh. I don't report to you. <laughs> you do your show, I'll do mine. And I, I, I will. I'm proud to report. Hey, who Ron won Rousey. the Royal Rumble, Greg? Uh, the Royal Rumble. There was two Royal Rumbles last night. The first time ever. They did, why did a men's Royal Rumble and a women's Royal Rumble. Okay. The men's Royal Rumble was, run, was won by Shinsuke Nakamura. So he's going to fight for the championship. So he's going to fight for one of the championships. At WrestleMania. At WrestleMania. The, the one that Brock doesn't hold. Okay. I prefer women's over men's. And in the women's Royal Rumble, uh, Asuka won. Is she going to fight for the championship She's going to fight for the championship at WrestleMania as well. Right. So I think you should wrestle the king live. We do like a YouTube segment. Oh, I'm okay. Need need to back here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna wrestle Corey. It'd be like the backhand versus yeah, the potato sack. You don't want to wrestle me, Scott, because I'll put you in the chokehold, and I'm not gonna. I'm not, oh, they gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna drag me the off big, of you, The biggest Scott. muscle on I'll you put, is your mouth. I'm gonna put you, put you in the chokehold, Scott, and they got to drag me off of you. They be like, somebody Please. get, somebody get a lot, Scott, a lot of get talk. Corey off of Scott, get Corey, Corey off of Scott. <laughs> Corey, I see you get winded walking to the pizza counter. 
King, you beautiful bastard. You getting ready for baseball? Yeah, I am. For some reason, you know, when it was my segment here, they started to talk about wrestling. But, you know, I, um, you know I, I'm very much looking forward to pitchers and catchers. we got a mock draft starting on FerrotoExperts.com. We've already got a lot of free content, you know, out there. The Brewers thing is very interesting. They're making a lot of news right now. You know, I, I wonder if Josh Hader is actually going to make the rotation or is he going to end up, like, grooming him to be a closer? He should make the rotation, you know. And, Scott, remember, they can't keep a good man down. No, they can't. But, boy, Hader, Hader's the control issues. You can't bring him out of the bullpen if he's got the control issues. No, but they, they need an upside arm like that in that rotation. They do. They do. It's like, I, can't, I, can't see, I can't see Giovanni Gallardo, like, cracking the rotation. You know, Guerra was a big disappointment. But I like the top two in those rotations. But the splits on Chassin, like you say, was so stark. He was so bad out of San Diego last year. I think that's such a risk. No, I, I agree, Scott. I ain't touching Chassin there. I don't, I don't like that at all. I just think it's crazy. I said it before. I think it's just crazy. The three people that... Our guaranteed spots in this rotation are Chase Anderson, Zach Davies, and Elise Chassin. Like, what? <laughs> well, those top two pitch very well. I mean, Zach Davies was 17-9 and nine with some good numbers last year. Yeah, and look, and what, what was, what was Anderson? He was 12-4. and four. Back end Yeah, Zach, Zach these are guys that should be for the 4-5 and five spot in the rotation. Not a 1-2. Well, two. That's, why, that's why this team wants, wants to make a trade here. You know, the number one the guy is out till June. They got two guys that they could trade, Domingo Santana and Brett Phillips. Maybe they take up pick up two pitchers or trade one and sign a free agent. And here's the thing with Chase Anderson. Look, last year he did make uh, adjustments. He changed his repertoire and that. You know, he had career highs in both strikeout and swing and strike percentages. But this is a fly ball pitcher in Miller Park. He's never pitched over 160, 152 innings, if you want to be uh, that. So, I mean, look, I, I, I like what they're doing in Milwaukee, but they got to keep going. Yeah, Greg makes a good point. You know, why do you want them to be a one and two? You know, I'd like to have them as a three and four. How aggressive are they going to be? Will they sign a free agent? You know, there was rumors about Patrick Corbin over the weekend. I'm not crazy about him either, but, you know, this this team was very aggressive in acquiring hitters. You know, will they be be next with acquiring batters, Greg? Listen... Yeah, I think I think it remains to be seen, Scotty. I, I think I think it remains to be seen, and uh, we have what three weeks now? Two, three weeks into the yeah, but, but you know what? Hot stove has moved so slow that what you see on paper today might not I mean, be nothing. what we see on yeah. paper in two weeks. And that's what's really crazy. We're trying to get that that fantasy baseball prep going. We have a mock draft starting for Roto Experts uh, momentarily. Matt's been in a bunch of drafts. We just finished our BFF draft, um, and. We still don't know so much. We still don't know lot, so lot, much. A lot to be uh, yet to be determined. It's so coming, we'll man. figure it out. We'll talk hey, more Scott. About- uh, all, right, all right, Scott. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Goodbye. Goodbye. You'll be the next lady I talk to. We'll be back on Roto Express Live on Television right after this. Does your fantasy team suck? Maybe you need us. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network. The only free 24-7 fantasy sports radio network.